Many doctors and specialists recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they are scientifically proven to provide your body with numerous benefits. Inside each fruit and vegetable are thousands of nutrients known as phytochemicals. They help to keep your cells strong and healthy. For years, scientists have isolated certain phytochemicals, creating artificial vitamins. But phytochemicals need to work together, and isolating them can have harmful effects. Only by eating whole fruits and vegetables can you get all the phytochemicals working together in harmony. At Balance of Nature, we understand this. That is why we use whole, natural produce in our products, providing your body with all the nutrition it needs on a daily basis. See why people all across the world are taking Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751 and get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. When it comes to politics, yeah, I'm well past the tinfoil hat stage. I need a good helmet for the banging my head against the wall stage. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I'm not vaccinated, and until there's some science, by the way, I have a master's of science degree from MIT. I'm not a virologist, but I can read data. Everybody just needs to read, and don't put your head in the sand. Look at the data. I'm not going to get the vaccine until there's data that shows that it will improve upon the immunity that's been conferred to me as a result of a natural infection that I had. So there are things, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not going to be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining, theaters, places where people congregate. That's because of the safety of society. Earlier today, the CDC made an important announcement. Starting today, if you're fully vaccinated and you're outdoors, you need, and not in a big crowd, you no longer need to wear a mask. We know from experience now that the vaccines that we're using in this country do very well against the Delta variant. You have to take that variant seriously. You can take simple steps to prepare for hurricanes, including getting a COVID-19 vaccine. You can take simple steps to prepare for hurricanes, including getting a COVID-19 vaccine. I love that role. (laughs) They really did say that. You can prepare for hurricanes by taking the COVID shot. I know. Sense the, do you sense the desperation? Yeah. I will take away everything in your life. You won't know anything. You won't know how to do anything. You'll be stuck at home. You won't get anywhere. You won't be able to engage in society unless you take our shot. That's so safe and effective. Gosh. Um, Welcome to the show. And, uh, of course, you can call up 888-673-1450, 888-673-1450. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and uh, also want to say, uh, get over to MyPillow.com. They're great. And uh, that helps the show so much. And you've got these wonderful products. And my husband loves the robe. Uh, so much so. <laughs> he always tells me this, too. He's like, dang, this is this is so nice. And I'm like, I know, I know. Anyway, the sheets, uh, truly amazing. You'll want them for all the beds in your home. And uh, and right now, you can still grab them, I think, for $49. And the sheet sets are, are the uh, towel, sh- towel sets are amazing. And I have the towels. I, I, I can't even tell you how nice they are. They're just that fantastic. 
go to mypillow.com and when you order, um, you know, Mike Lindell's very good to this show. And I just want to say that what a terrific way to support, uh, to not only get wonderful things, but support uh, yourself in this too, and make sure that you are uh, going there and using the product code Kate, you know, the, the coupon code Kate, my first name, and you'll get 66% off free shipping. And, uh, I think it's free shipping too. Um, but, uh, but look, uh, but it's, uh, um, I think it's based on the amount, but it's 66% off, which is very cool. <laughs> They've never done that before. Go to mypillow.com, put in the code Kate and let's help Mike, uh, Lindell, uh, do more in uncovering this fraud too. There's so much, uh, to be said in this hour about, do you remember the exchange? I should have pulled it up. I have it somewhere about dark winter. And Biden said in the campaign, I think it was, uh, you know, there'll be a, you know, dark winter. Um, and of course, um, uh, Trump said, no, there won't. Do you guys remember that? Um, I don't know if you remember it or not, but it was a pretty interesting clip. And, uh, and everybody was wondering what that meant. And there was a dark winter exercise that had happened back, uh, 20 years ago. And so I will talk about that because there's some things, there's some things about that that you should probably know that can maybe prepare you if they were to, to take those same things that they had already configured, uh, now. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi guys. Hi. Did you see Bull Measure last Sunday? I did not. With Cheryl Atkinson, I did not see it. She did a segment on the southern border. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Atkinson, who I hold in the highest personal oh, yeah. regard. She's great. Asked China Joe, Guilty mm-hmm. Ho, and the director of Homeland Security uh-huh. for interviews. Uh-huh. They all three refused. Yeah, that doesn't They might me. as well have just spit directly in my face. Right. I won't forget that. You guys yeah. got to check that out. Yeah, I will. I'll check it out. Thank you. Um, yeah, full measure. She's great, Cheryl Atkinson. And like I said before, you know, they're not... Biden and and, and, and Hormala, uh, King fraud a lot and Hormala, they're not doing a whole lot out in public as much as former presidents have done. Have you noticed that? They're just not. And uh, and what has Hormala done for the last six months? I mean, it's just it's a it's a freak show. It's a freak show there. What can I say? All right. Um, So let's uh, let's switch gears and talk about dark winter. You're going to notice just a little bit about uh, you're going to see. Well, you're going to see a lot of what's actually uh, going on with dark winter right now. But they did this simulation of dark winter and this included smallpox and they had a, a fake president, President Nunn or Noon or whatever, and his opening remarks, they had it all scripted out. And this took place 2001 um, at the Air Force Base, bioterrorism exercise in Andrews Air Force Base. And the reason I'm talking about this is we were just talking about cyber polygon. So that was the one they just did in July where they said, basically, um, we're, we're going to get hacked. It's going to hit the financial sector. And then also, um, we should you know, probably remove the Internet from most people and only allow the government to use it and certain corporations. <laughs> huh. Um, uh, so to keep us all separated and, uh, and to only give us the level of, of propaganda that they want to, and so that we can't engage with each other. And so keep that in mind when you're, when you're putting together plans, because 
I think everybody should have plan B's and plan C's and plan D's. I, I think we should. Because I think we live in a in a really peculiar time right now where we don't know what's coming next. I feel like I'm living out the 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 show Jumanji. <laughs> right? I mean, you don't know what's coming. And I want to be prepared for all things, but my gosh, um, I really don't know what's coming. Uh, so th- this fake president is scripted and he says, you know, basically uh, they're blaming all of these countries in the Middle East and um, in Southwest Asia. And they're saying, hey, these crises, remember this is back in 2001, these crises um, are, uh, are, you know, we just got a report an hour ago that, that civilians in Oklahoma City uh, confirmed at least one case of smallpox. Okay, maybe, maybe as high as 20. And this is a serious situation. Smallpox no longer exists in nature. And except, oh, it does exist. That's right. It does exist in, in, in the lab, in the army lab. They've been messing with it. I wonder why they kept it around. Anyway, uh, Russia has it also. But, uh, but they said, you know, that we've received, you know, no groups claiming credit for this attack. And, and so they, they lay out exactly, you know, about the attack or what they're finding, right? And they're saying, oh, emergency rooms in Oklahoma City are, are extremely crowded already, I guess, with that one person. Um, but our state health department's having a, a tough time getting information. We understand that these emergency rooms are crowded, but, the, but also uh, the doctors and nurses have no experience with smallpox, no means of rapid diagnosis, no treatment available. Remember when I talked about Saracena Propuya? Anyway, um, remember that? Mid-1800s, they came out and said they had a cure? Okay. Um, It's a plant, plant extract. So uh, hospitals have few isolation rooms for highly contagious patients, and so they go on and on and on, and they're saying, oh, only two labs in the world have this virus. For some peculiar reason, they just kept it on hand, CDC and Vector in Russia. Our CDC and Vector in Russia. And uh, they say, you know, once uh, once viral stocks in hand, no major, you know, they don't have any any way to to do anything about this. Okay, so so mothers are pleading for vaccines as the supplies dwindle and smallpox death toll begins to rise and pictures of sick children and and all the same, you know, police in riot gear. Um, and of course, vaccination dis- distribution efforts are chaotic and they've caused violence in all these areas and vaccines in short supply. So anxious crowd crowds are mobbing vaccination clinics and riots um, around vaccination sites. And so the National Guard is called in to suppress violence. And the governor's office is now reportedly weighing a decision to close stores. Merchants throughout the state have petitioned that governor's offices to keep shops open, citing the importance of holiday season for business. Already shoppers are sparse, um, with many avoiding places where there's crowds. Malls are deserted. Um, And so they get into the section of civil liberty. And this is where it gets kind of interesting as well. Um, Because they were, remember, they they were doing all of this clear back in 20 uh in 2001 and so this was before september 11 this was before september 11 a couple of months before okay so just kind of keep that in mind civil liberties called the federal quarantine law 42 
USC, and 264. That's the number cited. Federal quarantine law. Public health law is primarily a state concern. They do say that, but then they go into judicial decisions indicate that forcible inoculation and quarantine of infected patients may be constitutional. Hmm. Um, it's not, but that's what they wrote out in 2001. And the secretary of the HHS also has the authority to issue regulations that authorize federal agencies to respond to the spread of communicable disease across state lines, likely including quarantine of patients, forcible blood draws and inoculations, disposal of bodies in ways contrary to personal beliefs and related restrictions on liberty. Hmm. The secretary of Health and Human Services has all that authority to take a loved one's body and dispose of it in a way that is contrary to what you believe in, to uh, the authorization to respond as a federal agency. They do not have this. To likely include quarantining of patients. They do not have the right to do that. Forcible blood draws. They don't have the right to do that either. And inoculations. Shots. They don't have the right to do that either. But they wrote all this out and basically put it out as fact into a drill. Um, the second, and then the next point was Secretary of Health and Human Services has not prom- promulgated any regulations under this authority. That's interesting. There's a little bit more on this too. Um, just kind of wanted to bring this to light a little bit and... There is some more. So I want to I go through this, but they talk a little bit about our rights in this too. And I loved uh, yesterday when the guest I had on talked about the fact that, you know, um, it'll be a quagmire in the courts. This, this will be, I, hopefully, so many will sue. So many will walk off the job. Right now we're having the shortages of qualified personnel that are walking off hospitals right now saying we don't agree with what's going on in these hospitals be right back kate daly show talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show still silver and it was back when the country was strong Back before Elvis, before the Vietnam War came along. Before the Beatles and yesterday, when a man could still work and still would. It's the best dog free life behind us now the good times really over for good hmm. little merle i wish coke was still cola and a joint great song actually a sad song uh, but a great song I, I really like it and uh that's merle haggard are the good times really over i wish a buck was still silver um welcome back and make sure and go to the site um, 
And uh, if you if you would like to help the show, that would be great. We need it. It's a private show. Most people don't realize that. Um, I'm one of the rare, one of the rarest kinds of shows out there now. In fact, uh, the only I that I know of, the only syndicated private uh, show. Um, so if you'd like to help out, um, all of those addresses are on the homepage. Really appreciate that. I've got wonderful sponsors, too. Make sure that you are um, going to them for services because I'm telling you, um, I only pick the very best people, uh, sponsors on the show. And, of course, get over to Balance of Nature. What a fantastic supplement. And you'll love it. A fantastic supplement. Um, 31 Fruits and Vegetables. And when I was doing my homework on this, this was the one that I absolutely loved. This was the one that went, oh my gosh, they have everything on my list. Plus, it had the best price out of everything on my list. And I went, wow, that's impressive. So, uh, balance of nature. We love it at our house. You'll love it at your house. And uh, put this as part of your food budget because it's a food supplement and uh, delivers those fruits and vegetables every day. Um, vitamins are important. And as, as much as doctors will you know, not tell you the truth about vitamins now, apparently. Uh, vitamins um, are still and have been for the ages uh, the best resource uh, and vitamins and minerals that you can have against uh, illness. So despite what the doctors say um, or try to tell you as a new fact, <laughs> oh boy, um, and they are. Uh, yes, it's vitamins and minerals will help you. So there's a couple things I want to mention, and then I want to have a conversation with you about how to prepare for these things. Because when Biden said dark winter, when Biden said dark winter and Trump said, no, we won't if I'm elected, we won't have one of those. Um, I, you know, as we've been through this last now 20 months together, do you doubt that they would go farther put out something with smallpox june 9th june 9th fda approved a fast-tracked treatment for smallpox we don't have smallpox says you well you know what they sure think we do or they wouldn't have fast-tracked on an emergency authorization a treatment for it june 9th of this year and it was after i did my show on saracena purpurea the plant that it was known that the Indians used, that they said absolutely stopped it from rep replicating in the body and absolutely worked against typhoid, measles, that, um, smallpox. So dark winter was a, a an exercise done at an Air Force base in June, uh, right before 9-11 and back in 2001. And of course, they decided how they were going to take your civil liberties away. Under what's called in U.S. code is 42 U.S.C. 264 called the Federal Quarantine Law. And uh, so they acknowledge that public health was primarily a state concern, but so what? Um, we're going to do all of these things by direction of the Secretary of Health and Human Services. We can do a lot to you. Now listen to this. The director of the CDC... <laughs> This is all the power they're giving, each, giving themselves. May take measures like including the list set forth above, the things that I read to you um, in the last segment, to prevent the spread of communicable disease upon determining that a state is not acting sufficiently to prevent the spread of that disease. And they cited 42 
CFR and 70.2. Now, they do not have the power to do that, really. The states get to decide how they are going to to handle certain things, but they put in here that uh, that if it wasn't handled the way they wanted it to, that they could determine that a state was not acting sufficiently and intervene. A person, they also said, who has a communicable disease in the communicable period, right, so smallpox is two weeks, shall not travel from one state or possession to another without a permit from the health officer of that state, if such a state is required under the law of the destination state. And that they cited on that 42 CFR and 70.3 as code. Quelling civil disturbances, the Insurrection Act, and they quoted 10 USC and 331, um, state and local governments have primary responsibility for quelling rebellions. Then, or, or then they say the president may use the military, including the federalized National Guard, to quell civil disturbances in a state um, upon a governor's request. Now, it's interesting that they that Congress would like to uh, punish uh, South Dakota for coming to Texas's rescue and privately funding having a private donor fund the mission from North Dakota for their guard to go down to Texas to help out. I thought that was kind of interesting. They were very angry about that because how dare private funders, you know, do their own. But they also said that it makes it difficult to enforce federal law, rebellions. They said rebellions that make it difficult to enforce federal law and or any insurrection that impedes a state's ability to protect citizens' constitutional rights, and that state is unwilling or unable to unwilling to protect these rights. They also said before committing U.S. troops, the president must issue a proclamation for rebellious citizens to disperse, cease, and desist. And some government attorneys believe that the Insurrection Act is subject to a very liberal interpretation, martial law, martial rule, they said. The Constitution charges that a president to take care of the laws, uh, be faithfully executed, and Congress to call forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union. They cited 32 CFR 501.4. Martial law depends on its justification upon, upon public necessity. Necessity gives rise to its creation. Necessity justifies its exercise. Its necessity limits its duration. Uh, president, uh, the extent of military force used and the action measures taken consequently will depend on the actual threat to order and public safety, which exists at the time. And the president normally announces his decision by a proclamation, <laughs> really, and should detail the substance of the martial rule. And they also said there are judicial decisions and scholarly articles indicating that the president has some meta constitutional authority to act in times of national authority, national emergency. See how they say some judicial uh, judicial decisions, like some precedents. What if the precedent's wrong? What if it didn't follow the Constitution? Scholarly articles. See how they can't say the Constitution? <laughs> These things will give him the constitutional authority. Well, if it's not in the Constitution, how is it constitutional authority? 
The uh, preconditions for martial rule are unclear, but it is likely, this is all in dark winter, uh, that the uh, preconditions for imposing martial rule are satisfied if if a crisis threatens to undermine the stability of the U.S. government. You mean if they're doing it themselves? In a false flag? Blaming on another country? Unleashing smallpox because we have the lab right here? Blaming somebody else? But then calling it, uh, calling the uh, perpetrator, which is them, but they won't admit it. And they say that uh, that they're causing all of these things and it's making us unstable. <laughs> we are making ourselves unstable is pretty much where that dials down to. And the parameters for martial rule are unclear, such as whether martial rule could be imposed over entire swaths of the U.S. or whether martial rule would be confined only to areas in which the crisis is occurring. And they have a lot of options for those, not limited to national travel ban, okay? Uh, Prohibition, um, uh, free assembly, quarantine of certain areas, suspension of writ of habeas corpus, uh, military trials in the event that the court system becomes dysfunctional. Military trials, if they say the courts can't, can't do it. Hmm. Given vaccine shortages... They will have to make decisions on how can the spread uh, of smallpox be contained? How can we best balance disease containment, economic disruption, and protection of civil liberties, right? And so insufficient, if they have insufficient hospital isolation rooms, um, forcible transfer to isolated facilities, forcible transfer. Um, contacts not complying with voluntary home isolation and fever watch. Too many contacts uh, to monitor for signs of disease, right? And m- dangerous mi- misinformation in some media. Reports of good vaccine, bad vaccine, governments uh, saving good vaccine for elites, um, advice to flee cities, hide in remote areas, smallpox cures offered on internet, um, hate speech targeting certain ethnic groups. Of course, they have to put that in there. Claims that poor neighborhoods in affected areas denied vaccine, public health options, uh, schools closed, public gatherings limited in affected states, um, states' efforts to limit non-essential travel between states, um, and also uh, taking over airports, uh, railway, buses closed, you name it, right? This is all in there. And uh, three U.S. drug manufacturers agree to make vaccines six million doses a month in five weeks. Um, they did, just so you're all aware, they did approve a treatment on an emergency order for something we don't have listed in dark winter, smallpox. Why did they do that several months ago? So do I think about this? Yes. They're very capable of doing a lot of things. Our medical community, for the large part, has not figured this out yet, but I know you have. And uh, they're capable of doing so many. Um, So many things that they blame on everybody else. They're very, very capable. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, because they say all this doesn't mean they have the authority to do all of these things. But doesn't mean they won't try. And I know how swarmy and gross government is. 
I, I see people in government right now that won't say a thing quiet as mice, <laughs> won't, won't say a thing about what's going on to their own constituencies. They just won't say a word. They're cowards. Um, they're cowards. They have no moral compass. I've met so many with zero moral compass to do what's right or to at least defend this country um, and this constitution, which they do take an oath to do. So you can't rely on them. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Your public officials won't be anywhere in sight. They aren't right now. (laughs) They aren't right now. What makes you think they're going to be anywhere? They're not doing a thing. Um, Just a handful of them are. I'm going to come right back. I'll take your calls. What are some things you can do, too? And to be very aware of going into fall and winter. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Before microwave ovens, when a girl could still cook and still wood. It's the best of the free life behind us now. The good time is really over. I'll be rolling down a hill like a snowball headed for hell With no kind of chance for the flag or the liberty bell Love it. Merle Haggard, are the good times really over? Would still last 10 years like the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's for sure. I uh, love that song and uh, brought back a lot of memories, did it? So I want to do a really important segment of the show right now. Um, I want to uh, share with you this because are they capable of making plans? This is Dr. Brian Artis. I want to share like three minutes of this. And then I want to talk to you about some some plans that we might want to think about making ourselves. You know, they do all these drills and they broadcast them. Why don't the people do drills and broadcast those about what they would do in the event of something happening? Why don't we play their game? Um, so here's Brian Artis talking about the fact that Fauci picked these drugs to put in and tell the hospitals they have to use with COVID that are experimental and that are horrible and have a high mortality rate, um, which is a high death rate. Okay. Was it planned? Well, what do you think when he picked, uh, when he picked a couple of drugs that have never been, uh, done before that are about the worst thing you could give somebody that can cause organ failure from what my doctor said and from what, uh, the records say, this is Dr. Brian Artis explaining. February, 2020, China was seeking a patent on remdesivir from Gilead Sciences who manufactures remdesivir, the drug. This is in February 2020. I want you to go to the next slide. This is just the article. Look here. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine last week reported a coronavirus patient in the United States. How many? A coronavirus patient in the United States was found to show an improvement after taking remdesivir, which is also used to treat infectious diseases such as Ebola. This is February 2020. This is the lie. All right, next one. Let's look at the Ebola study. 
This is what I did in May 2020. I've been in the media ever since to educate you guys the current genocidal attempt and murderous attempts of Anthony Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC are all using remdesivir the same way that they used gas chambers to destroy people in Germany. This is how they're doing it and perpetuating those deaths using a drug in hospitals. This is the actual Ebola study that Anthony Fauci quoted in May 2020, proved, he said, we're going to use this non-FDA approved drug. It's been approved since, but it wasn't before the pandemic. We're going to use this non-FDA approved drug called remdesivir because it was shown to be safe and efficacious against the Ebola virus in 2018 and 2019. Has anybody actually looked at this study? Because I clicked the link on NIH.gov's website. All of you should do it. This is the study. Ebola virus inside of Africa. They took four regions, gave them all remdesivir and three other experimental drugs. Anthony Fauci said it was proven to be safe and effective against the Ebola virus. So now in this novel virus of the coronavirus, we're going to use it there also. We're going to mandate this one drug. You can't use any other ones like hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine back in May 2020. Go to the next slide, please. So what did the actual study find? <clears throat> they actually found, you can see here, you see mortality up there? Definition inside the study. They found that remdesivir, in six months, the safety board pulled remdesivir from the study, a one-year study, because it killed more people than any of the other three drugs, including ZMAP, which was put in by the FDA and the NIH. So six months into the study, they pulled remdesivir, they pulled ZMAP, which was supplied by our government to Africa because it killed more people. How many people did it kill? Remdesivir killed 54% of all people in the study that got the drug. Do you know what they're treating all of your loved ones with and those you care about in this country now? Next slide, please. Look up here. I'm not lying. This is from the study. Look at the second, second column from the right, remdesivir. Look below there. 54%. You see that? Mortality rate. All right, next slide, please. He then quoted a second study in May 2020, Anthony Fauci did, that supported the use of remdesivir in the treatment of coronavirus. The Ebola study, by the way, was a lie. No one clicked the link to look at it. I did. This is the other study he mentioned. This was actually done by Gilead Sciences, who makes remdesivir. In early March 2020, they took 53 patients from Japan, Canada, and America who had COVID-19, and they put them on the drug for 10 days. What's the drug? Remdesivir. This is the maker of remdesivir's own trial study. Next slide, please. What did they find? Check this out. 23% in 10 days had serious adverse events. The most common serious adverse events were multiple organ dysfunction syndrome, which is defined as the number one cause of death in all ICUs, by the way. Second, septic shock, acute kidney failure, and hypotension. Look at the next part. 8% had to be discontinued because remdesivir treatment. It worsened or, pre or prevented, sorry, pre-existing kidney failure and multiple organ failure. 8% had to be taken off by days five because they were dying as a result of the poison of remdesivir. That's what they found from this study. As a result of these studies, they decided to actually push this on the masses. Wow. So can they do it? Are they capable of doing it? Yeah. Are they giving these drugs every day? The hospital right now? Is? Yes, all across the country. All across the country. So, 
what are we going to do? That's my, that's my question. Um, I don't trust the medical community. Sorry, I don't. Too many horror stories. Too many emails flooding my inbox every second of the day. I don't, I don't trust that. So what are we going to do? We better learn some, some techniques for medicine. We better learn how to, uh, to better deal with things, right, um, on our own. In fact, they have well-laid plans. Where's our well-laid plans? They plan all the time. Dark winter, cyber polygon. Boy, they put it all out there. When are we ever doing that? Wouldn't it be hilarious if the American people jumped on a giant Zoom meeting and we were able to construct a plan or in each state and get together and have these plans like they do to us? So here's some ideas, you know. Do you have places to meet up? Do you have places to meet up? If for some reason something happened that was so devastating that all of a sudden internet went down and uh, um, we weren't able to communicate, uh, maybe cell service interrupted, things happening that we weren't able to get together. Okay, so do we have a place to meet up? Are we ever meeting and deciding these kinds of things? Because I think by this point, if you're listening to this show, you understand that well-laid plans are there. I don't have to convince you. Uh, There's enough data and enough documentation to convince you a long time ago of what they're capable of. So it's not about that anymore. It's about now, what do we do? You know, do we go old school? Do you have typewriters in your household? Do you have a way to, to write up a document without a signature, you know, to, to trace? Do you have a way to do that? I mean, I hope we do. I think typewriters are wonderful. Um, do you have certain words that you say to each other so that you can know what's actually going on if you weren't able to, to talk to somebody, communicate to somebody? I'm just thinking outside the box. You know, is there a way to maybe post certain pictures of certain things on the internet that would signal things going on, happenings? Just throwing that out there. Maybe there is a, a way. Maybe maybe other people communicate through means like that, right? Some some groups that are kind of horrible out there. Maybe you take some picture that does wouldn't mean a thing to anyone else, but somebody else would know what you were trying to say to them. I think sometimes for us, because we're not evil, <laughs> it's really hard for us to think this way that you would have to be this way but I'm thinking about what's going on right now what's happening in hospitals all over the country what's going on with certain industries um, that have surprised me when, when people tell you vitamins aren't good for you <laughs> I should they have medical licenses <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is, is do we ever think outside of the box? How are you going to travel from state to state to see loved ones if you're not allowed to travel? If you have to have a health certificate issued by the health department for your travel, what are you going to do? Um, I think we should know. I think we should develop certain words. 
I think we should uh, kind of decide and make plans right now. Absolutely. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Have about a minute. Yeah, first thing, we've got to realize what we're fighting. Mm-hmm. We're fighting a criminal conspiracy that runs our government, and it's a police state we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Go. We need to study police states. We need to study the, how people re- resisted in the Soviet Union, World War II, Nazi Germany. Uh, they didn't. Uh, the mm-hmm. Typewriters and printing press were controlled by the government in police states. Well, they so, did type uh, up. They we, did type up their newsletters in Germany and and use those. By the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how did we re- resist mm-hmm. when we lived in peace states and other countries. And what's call- and that's what the, pro- the source of the problem here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really important we realize how we got here. We got here because people kept giving excuses for not supporting constitutional candidates. Mm-hmm. That's how we got here. Now, the OSHA. Well, OSHA was completely unconstitutional. Fifty-one years ago, that came into existence. I fought it some, but an organization like the John Birch Society put every effort in to mm-hmm. it, and they almost lost. It almost did a loss, but it right, didn't got it. And if ocean didn't exist, these regulations couldn't exist. Oh, I know. We talked all about all that. What I Biden. wanted to focus on. Thanks for the call. What I wanted to focus on was what to do right now. Okay, we could we could go over that, and we have on the show so many times our past and what we did to get here. Now, what do we do? Right <sighs> now, what do we do? So, I would say being very creative, thinking outside the box, like the caller said, learning from what they had to do, right? What did they have to do to communicate? Um, Do we have places to meet up? Do we have, uh, I'll I'll never forget, you know, even in Hong Kong, the movement there started um, with people getting together, but never knowing who was in the group. There was no leader. There was no leader. It was people getting together and in small groups becoming bigger groups, but not knowing, not knowing who the identity of the other people were. Same thing with Germany. You had groups of, of 10 or 20, and they would pick one person to figure out who some of the other groups were, but it was isolated, compartmentalized information um, so that it couldn't be threatened, so that, um, so that it wouldn't kind of unhinge everything that they were doing. See? You and I, we have to maybe use social media to our advantage rather than constantly, I'm in Facebook jail, right? Um, If we started, uh, and I'm always flagged, so it doesn't matter what I say, they'll flag it as COVID. (laughs) I I didn't even mention the word COVID or anything about it today. I mentioned polio, but I was flagged for COVID. So I'm flagged all the time. And, And so what if a picture of a tree meant something totally different? What if words changed and they meant something totally different to, all, to the majority of Americans who understood the meaning of those things? We don't understand our power sometimes. And when I see all of these things happening, I'm so nervous to see that we are not making plans. It's scary. Caller, you've got 45 seconds. Go for it. Uh, you were saying, you know, I, I agree with you. We're just not evil enough, and we don't think that way. Mm-hmm. But what about the things you hear about all the time, about how hard it is to track terrorists? They go to these special online sites mm-hmm. with encrypted yeah. um, communications and everything right. else. Right, and I And, you know, and there is good old-fashioned shortwave radio, too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, I wish we weren't short on time. I would talk to you more. Um, yes, shortwave radio. Um you know, walkie-talkies, there's a lot of, I know I'm, 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 I'm saying a lot of things right now, 
But we have to get to a point where we're thinking, thinking, thinking about what we're going to do because they've been doing, they've been thinking about this for a long time and they are going to grant themselves authority they don't have and they're going to, to do things to people. Um, and when I see the horrors about what's going on right now and the people that are following orders to do them, I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. You know, these, you think they're all good people. They're not when they're making really sick decisions for um, for what's going on, even inside, you know, medical communities everywhere. It's all across the country. You should see the letters I get from everywhere. Same exact things are going on right now. What are we going to do, guys? Um, and there are a lot of good doctors and nurses, too. Find one that has a moral compass and that thinks and that won't follow orders. Then you know you got a good one. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow.